Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good day, good night, welcome to Soccer Today. I'm Kevin Laramie, and today we'll break down Croatia, Canada, looking at a different angle. Maybe giving some solace to all you Canadian soccer fans out there. They're a little bit heartbroken heading into the third game of the group stage, but already eliminated. We will break down Canada's performance and how they've found a way to kind of muzzle Luka Modric, but that led the uh, the opening for Kovacic to dismantle. Canada will look statistically at how Croatia defeated or effed up Canada in game number two. We'll preview the Morocco and Canada game, and of course, we will talk about the upcoming magazine show available on YouTube, audio available podcast too, but it is a show best consumed visually with all the graphics and all the superb research i will have even more on croatia canada on the magazine show at looking at a couple of different angles that have not been talked about anywhere that you can find it here only on soccer today and welcome back to the show all right canada lost 4-1 in game number two in qatar 2022 eliminated no points but a goal, Alfonso Davies scored 67 seconds in. First ever goal for Canada, and it was Alfonso Davies. A header to remember by Alfonso. And of course, we can look at Alfonso Davies' match versus Croatia. Nothing really to, I guess, complain about when it comes to Alfonso Davies against Croatia. The big... I would say talking point that we will address, of course, is the usage of Atiba Hutchinson. Maybe kept too long Atiba Hutchinson, the oldest player in this tournament, the oldest field player in this tournament. Atiba Hutchinson was used too long and was, yes, dissected by Croatia in that midfield by Brozovic, Modric, and Kovacic. Kovacic, which, in my opinion and statistically speaking, had the best game for a midfielder. For Croatia and it was on that side that a lot of it was done of course uh, Buchanan was a little bit the I guess 
the culprit on a couple of occasions defensively. It was not as easy. Jonathan David had a difficult game. Jonathan David is having a difficult World Cup. And we're not talking about this enough. We're not talking about how Jonathan David hasn't shown up to Qatar yet. Fifth best striker this season in League R. Seventh best striker last season in League R. A league that sees Messi playing in the league. Players like Neymar in the same league. Well, right now Jonathan David is still not on the score sheet for Canada. And Canada cannot qualify. Canada cannot perform at the highest level of the beautiful game without their best striker putting the ball behind the white line. That is a fact, and that is reality. Jonathan David versus Croatia. 71 minutes played. One shot, one shot on target. Heck, that's better than the last game. First game, Jonathan David scored zero shots on target with seven attempts. This time, one-on-one, 0.1 expected goal. That is not enough. No expected assists, by the way. And this expected goal is a lot less than game number one. Game number one was 1.03. He should have scored against Belgium. That's even better than Alfonso Davies, who missed a penalty. Alfonso Davies, game number one, had an expected goal of 0.6 off the top of my head. And that is pretty good. And that is, well, what usually a penalty will give you. In this one... Alfonso Davies' expected goal is 0.2. He actually scored on that one chance. Expected assist of 0.1. But Jonathan David, to go back to him, 63.6% passing accuracy. Zero dribbles attempted. So zero success. Zero goal-creating actions. Zero shot-creating actions. Jonathan David, not influential so far. In the World Cup. And to me, that's the biggest takeaway. Jonathan David hasn't been the conduit to success, the conduit to goals, the conduit to an open Kyle Aaron, the conduit to an open Alfonso Davies. Jonathan David hasn't been helpful to himself or to the team in this tournament so far couple of choices that I still haven't wrapped my head around. The use of Alfonso Davies at that position shouldn't be higher. Shouldn't you use your preferred 11 with Adekube there, Alfonso Davies up top, with Carol Aaron and Jonathan David? My preferred Canada 11, which might not even be available to be used because of Hutchinson now, and Estacchio, both, I guess, being questionable for game number three. Estacchio having hamstring has mispracticed earlier this week. Hutchinson used to his fullest in game number two. Is he available? Should we continue and maybe make Samuel Piette player here? Morocco. We'll get to Morocco later, but the style of play of Morocco and the fact that you'll need to stop Morocco in transition before they can counter, you might need a Samuel the Pitbull Piette in the midfield to break down the passing lanes and to give a little second more to his teammates, breaking the momentum, breaking the flow of the game, heading into the other half of the field. One of the things that I hope happens for Canada is a 3-4-3 versus Morocco. 
Brianna Nett, no changes in the defense. I go Miller, Vittoria, Johnston, who will be joining Celtic. Congratulations, Alista Johnston. It was a pleasure covering you and being there when you became an amazing player with CF Montreal. I would have in my four middle midfield, yes, four player midfield. I w- if Ustakio is available, of course, he's in the middle of my midfield with Samuel Piet. To my left, I have, well, to the left of the midfield, Sam Adekube is first. Well, I would start him there. On the right, I do start Buchanan. That's where I think he's useful. And up top, a three-man attack of Davies, Laren, and David. 3-4-3, three, three, go for broke, nothing left, nothing less to fear. You go with the freedom. And you attack. But before you attack, <clears throat> you have to go back and look a little bit of that Croatia game. So we will, right now, take a second and travel back in time and look at some of the Croatian numbers, some of the mistakes that were done in that Croatia game to get ready for what's going to be maybe the first victory in Canada's history at the World Cup. Let's talk Croatia, Canada. The score line will indicate 4-1. Yeah. A little bit embarrassing. Not the greatest of game, especially not after saying we're going to F them up. Uh, it all started with Alfonso Davies scoring 67 seconds in and first goal of that game for Canada. And uh, we started the dream. We started to anticipate a great performance. But different than in qualifying and different than what is has now become the habit, Canada uh, did not adjust and did not tighten up did not stay compact they, 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 they tried to play football with Croatia and took 34 minutes and Kramaric found the back of the net flustered 8 minutes later Marco Livaya made it 2-1 and at that point the jig was up at that point Canada was effed up Kamaric, which we will talk about, had a, a lot of headlines making comments after saying, Thank you, manager of Canada, for the motivation. After this game, we saw who effed who. And Andres Kamaric, you're not wrong. John Herman talked about the mistakes he will learn from, and that is one mistake he will learn from. He did mention, John Herdman, that he wants to be there in 2026. There ain't nobody as passionate about this program than him. And he will do all he can to make this program reach the next level. So according to John Herdman, he will be there in 2026. We'll see if that's the case. Heck, I can talk about right now. If he ever has an opportunity to leave and he leaves or whatever, if he leaves, then Canada is in need of a new a new manager, a new ahead of the program when it comes to the men's national team program, I have one name in mind. 
one and only one. And right now, he just got eliminated from the World Cup earlier today. I'm talking about the manager of Saudi Arabia right now, Hervé Renard, who has an amazing pedigree, an amazing story. I suggest you ta- you look it up. And maybe in the next few weeks, we will talk about him in the offseason. Maybe we'll go a little deep dive in a show that we can do that has a little bit more chef life. And we'll talk about Hervé Renard and his story, his history, because let's face it, he has a very interesting history. He was a cleaner. He was cleaning apartments Early in the morning, before going coaching teams and youth teams growing up and making his way through the class as a manager. Great story. And of course, we all seen the speech, if you haven't, mid, well, halftime between Saudi Arabia and Argentina at 0-0. And it's one nothing actually, one nothing. Messi scored, I believe. I, I might be wrong. Regardless, it doesn't matter. He's in the locker room talking to the Saudi Arabia player saying, you see, Messi, you want to take a selfie? Yeah, exactly. That's not the time. Wake up. It's the World Cup. And of course, famously, Saudi Arabia comes back and beats Argentina in the opening game in that group for Saudi Arabia. Let's go back, though. And of course, Averana would be my choice. And I would give him the keys of my national team program any day here in Canada. If ever there's a chance, or at least an opportunity for a change there. Of course, we wish the best to John Herdman. And we're not asking and we're not saying we want change. We're just saying if change is needed, Hervé Renard is my candidate. And that's all. Right now, John Herdman is there. And that's fine, the progression. And looking back, there's a lot of good things were done. And of course, we've talked about the mistake the F Canada, the F Croatia, that was a mistake. A couple of players played too long, like Hutchinson, uh, the position of Davies. Those are a couple of maybe mistakes here. But I want to highlight the play of Canada when it comes to stifling Luka Modric, who might not be Croatia's best player anymore, but he's really one of their best midfielders for sure. Maybe one of the best players, but one of the best midfielders in the world, maybe still, yes, but. He was not the reason why Croatia beat Canada. Canada was able to, well, not to muzzle him. That would be a little too too much. But to maybe the best case scenario, get not too much out of him. Here are his numbers against Canada when we're talking about the player, Luka Modric, who won just a couple years ago the Battle d'Or. He played 85 minutes, 64 touches, three tackles, and two interceptions only. And that's pretty, pretty low for a Luka Modric. 79% passing accuracy, that's just regular for a World Cup. Five recoveries, nothing spectacular. Four shot creating actions, which is maybe the one very good number he has here. And his expected assist is 0.5. He should have done better. He should have had an assist. And that wasn't the case. Canada was able to keep Luka Modric off the score sheet. <laughs> Unfortunately, they left a little bit more playing space for Mateo Kovacic. And Kovacic had a heck of a game. Mateo Kovacic played 85 minutes against Canada, passing accuracy of 91%, 5 shot creating action, 1 goal creating action, expected assist of 0.81. Dribble success rate of 100%, 9 recoveries, and 5 tackle. In my analysis, 
The goal scorers played well. Luka Modric gets the headline as the captain. Zlatko Dalic, the manager, did a great job. But Matiu Kovacic did the work. Kovacic outworked Canada, took what was given to him, and brought it to the next level. Numbers of that game are not necessarily awful for Canada. Possession 51-49, virtually identical. Passing accuracy 81, 82, 82 being Canada, not bad. Fouls. Yes, Croatia played a hard physical game. 13 fouls for Croatia. Croatia 25 tackles. That's a lot. Canada 29 clearances. They were under pressure. They survived. Yes, they allowed four, but they also did 29 clearances. 19 for Croatia. Shots and shots on target. 13 and two. Uh, 13 and 10. Uh, sorry for Croatia. That's a lot. And for Canada, two on target for eight. One of them was Jonathan David. And again, the expected goal, the entire team, the expected goal, two points is for Croatia and 0.4 for Canada. That needs to be higher. Yes, Canada did score, but they need a bit more. Hopefully, there's some change in the lineup when it comes to the Morocco game because the Morocco game will be different. Morocco plays a different type of football. Morocco does not want to keep on possession. They don't want to play with the Rock. They want the rock to be on the other side of the field if you smell what I'm cooking. 33% possession for Morocco against Belgium in game number two for them. In game number one against Croatia, uh, by the way, they won against Belgium 2-0. And they drew Croatia 0-0 in their first game in the group. They have 35% possession. They don't want the ball. Passing accuracy around 80% both games. They have a similar type of game where... They want to find their opportunity on the counter. They muck it up in the middle, which brings me to the conclusion that a Samuel Piet will be necessary in the midfield. You need a pit bull to muddy it up, mucky the water, and get it done, get the job done against a team like Morocco. Canada will try to play with the ball, but let's not get roped in playing football too much. Canada will find their stride if they can find... An opportunity for Davies or David, which they should be one on the left, one on the right. David is better when he's a little bit off-axis. Off-axis, a bit more space for his left boot, a little bit more space for his direct near-post shot with the right foot. I do believe that Jonathan David will be more successful if he's on the attacking right side with Laren starting at the center forward and Davies as the left striker. With that formation, maybe Canada finds the width, the speed, and the space, and a finish by a David late in the game. Redemption, victory, first ever for Canada. 1-0 late at the end of this game, which might spell doom for Morocco, and maybe Belgium rescues a terrible group stage with a presence in the round of 16. Croatia, Belgium. The game of Group F will also take place at the same time, right now, Group F looks like this. We do have, on top of the group, Croatia, who effed Canada, famously. One win, one draw, unbeaten Croatia, top of the group. Four goals for, one goals against, a plus three differential, four points. Morocco is second. One win, one draw, undefeated. Two goals for, zero goals against. They haven't conceded yet. Two goal differential, plus two that is, with four points. Which leave us to Belgium in third spot, still alive. Two points, 
uh, two games played, one win, three points, one loss, one goal for, two goals against. They've only scored against Canada. Morocco scores twice against them. They have a minus one differential for three points. And Canada with, of course, the famous one goal and five against, no points so far after two losses. Who will make it out of this group? Oh, that's the question. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we will have a, a certain look at what's to come in the next couple days and talk about the upcoming magazine show in just a second, right here on Soccer Today. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. magazine show which i invite you to subscribe to our youtube channel and get access to all the brand new video shows that i will produce over the next few months magazine show with standings research graphics amazing thing coming your way of course spending more time and more quality quality content over quantity heading into your screens and your televisions and of course your devices everywhere Congratulations to the United States beating Iran earlier today 1-0 and qualifying for the round of 16. England putting the sword to Will King Arthur over the Dragons 3-0 for England over the Will Dragons. Gareth Bale on his way back, I guess, to LA or will he? Where will Bale go? That's the question. Will he be back with the LAFC? That's the question. MLS Cup winner, Gareth Bale. Also eliminated from the World Cup and might never play. Maybe for Wales again. Maybe his international career is over. All right. Earlier today at the recording of this podcast, Tunisia beat France. France did nine change on their starting 11 heading into this last game for them. They were qualified already out of Group D. Tunisia beat them 1-0. Australia getting the results and the qualification out of Group D. Also, Denmark eliminated Tunisia. They got the win but still also eliminated. Poland, Argentina, a 2-0 victory by Argentina. Poland, yes, goes through because Saudi Arabia scored a goal late. It was 2-0 Mexico against Saudi Arabia. That would mean that L3, Tricolor, the three colors, the green, the white, and the red of Mexico would have moved on to the round of 16. But that late goal scored by Saudi Arabia and my favorite manager of the entire world, Hervé Effendrenard. And uh, yeah, they scored that goal, which means that Mexico won, but also is eliminated for the first time in 48 years. 
from the na knockout stage. They won't participate for the knockout stage. At the recording of this podcast, the games that follows are Croatia, Belgium, Canada, Canada, Morocco at 10 a.m. on Thursday, Japan, Spain, very important game in Group E, and Costa Rica, Germany. Will Germany be eliminated from the group stage? They were one of my dark horses, one of my favorites. Germany could be out. Costa Rica could surprise the world for a second week in a row, and they could eliminate Germany after beating Japan. Japan. Uh, beating Germany. Crazy world. Spain, Japan. Speaking of, also an interesting game. And then the group stage will finish on December 2nd with the following games on Friday. South Korea, Portugal in Group H. Ghana, Uruguay also in Group H. Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon, Brazil. Those are the games that will wrap up the group stage. We know four matchup in the round of 16. Netherlands versus USA, Argentina, Australia, France, Poland, England, Senegal. You will have a knockout stage preview show in the next few days. I've already started building my graphics for that, and we're working on that over the next few days. If you don't know, also, we have a little baby boy that just joined us in our lives, and uh, which means I'm not as available as I once was to produce daily content. Thank you for subscribing to all our channels and all, well, all my channels and all our great things here at Soccer Today. Moving forward, England, Senegal will be interesting and more interesting than maybe a lot of people think. All right, let's preview quickly once again Morocco, Canada before we say goodbye for today. Morocco, Canada will be a chippy, tight affair. Canada keeps it close. Canada keeps it in, in striking distance late in the game. There will be some changes. I don't think we'll see the same players. I think we will see a 3-4-3 for Canada with the likes of the same defenders, Miller, Vittoria, Johnston. I believe we'll see Adekube. Estacchio, if available, if not, maybe that's where you slot Hutchinson because Estacchio is unavailable. We'll see. I see Samuel Piet and Sean Buchanan. My attacking three is Alfonso Davies, Cal Lahren, and Jonathan David. Maybe some Osmos, baby, and that will help Carl Lahren get it going during game number three. Hope you enjoyed this version of soccer today. You can follow me on Twitter at Kev Larme. You can follow this show at Soccer Today SBN. Yes, the, the handle will change very soon as also we will have a brand new website that's it's just building right now. So I'm not going to mention the name or anything. We're, we're in the building phase, but bringing you a whole different way to have just maybe some writing and stuff from yours truly going forward a new home for soccer today it won't change anything it won't won't be a new home it's just i, I guess you change the name on the, on the house does it change the name not not really does it I, well, I guess we will have to see until then you can follow me like i was saying everywhere thanks for subscribing to this podcast we're back in top 100 and top 20s i believe it's because of our my appearances in all the great radio shows and TV networks over the last few weeks. Thank you to all the new listeners, and I will try to do more audio show only. That's my, my 
my vision going forward. Soccer Today with Kev Larmey. That's the podcast. Will be available as much as I can. Version audio only. And the YouTube channel will be for SD Magazine. A visually fun show with a lot of graphics and research. Of course, based on numbers and analysis. In-depth breakdowns. And of course, previews like we've been doing forever. And thank you for being with me during this great renewal of soccer today. As always, until next time, I'm Kev Laramie, and I wish you a great soccer.